Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together, we work together. We respect each other. We like and love each other. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports by Live Studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Coming to you on WBC TV, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am often imitated but never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? I'm an award-winning writer. I've been doing this show a while, and I won four Golden Glove titles. So supposedly, allegedly, I know something about boxing. But guess what? I've always found out the average fan has a different insight. So... I'll let you uh, let you uh, be part of the show if you'd like to. Open the phone lines up. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. That's the listener line. The text line, if you want to text us here in the studio, that number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. That's the studio text line. Well, Terrence Crawford, still unbeaten. Omaha, Nebraska, they've got to be proud, folks. There's no doubt about it. The guy that won the title at 135, 140, and now 147 defended the WBO walkaway title last night with a 10th round TKO over former two-time title holder. I'm talking about Sean Porter. Porter was game. He came to fight. He won some rounds. He was in the fight. But at the end of the night, Terrence Crawford, a 7-1 favorite, prevailed. You are listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, two hours, the Sunday edition. Of course, we'll try to bring in some... uh, the, some time with the godfather Larry Merchant in about 15-20 minutes if we can we hope to spend some time with Eddie Croft in hour number 2 and if we get our way we're going across the pond for Kenny Ray for an hour number 2 as well so bottom line is we got all kinds of stuff for Ring Talk Live Worldwide stay tuned believes in saying yes. 
Yes to clean, fresh ingredients. Yes to the new chicken sausage and pepperoni flatbread topped with rich mozzarella. Yes to delicious mac and cheese. Yes to putting it on a sandwich, creating the grilled mac and cheese sandwich. And yes to impromptu road trips to Sandwich, Illinois. Because that's living life to the flavor fullest. Get $1 delivery when you order on our app. Panera, live your yes. Pricing and product availability may vary. Visit PaneraBread.com. Trade pros. Whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and same or next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Calling all busy electricians. Your job is about to get simpler. Introducing Leviton's new Contractor Connect, an online portal offering a host of educational resources, videos, customer support, expert content, and the latest on Leviton products. Jay Sherman is the Director of Residential Marketing at Leviton. We understand that electrical contractors are busier than ever, and our goal is to lessen that load by giving them the resources they need right at their fingertips. Whether on a job site looking for installation support or using downtime to catch up on the latest industry news, Leviton Contractor Connect makes it easier than ever for contractors to stay productive and ahead of the competition. Contractor Connect features the My Leviton Pro Support Program, which provides enrolled contractors with a dedicated customer service line and an easy-to-earn rewards program. Contractor Connect can be easily accessed at any time from any location. Visit leviton.com forward slash contractor connect to explore today. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check it, 12 minutes past the hour. This is hour number one of two, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Twitch.tv. The Twitch thing is dead. Now listen, I'm going to go off on a rant here. Mm, I promise I won't because the network will probably like find me, suspend me, something like that. But the Twitch thing, the Twitch thing is a, is a spit thing. And when every time I say spit on the air, put an H there. Okay? So Twitch is spit. Put it to you just like that. The audio doesn't work half the time. You have to refire it up twice, three, three times during the show. What I'm trying to say is it's not worth the hassle. Thank God. Thank goodness we're doing something with VTV and, of course, WBC-TV. This show should be live on WBC-TV, the WBC-TV channel, within 48 hours. You are delayed, I mean, on the WBC channel within 48 hours. Of course, they are combined with VTV. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, I'm talking about 
Terrence Crawford, Bud Crawford, call him which one. And the reason why they call him Bud is that he isn't that friendly. Get that? Anyway, bottom line is Terrence Bud Crawford, now 38 and zip, 29 KOs. Tenth round TKO went over Sean Porter. Sean point, Sean came to fight. Some people had Sean ahead early. The CBS uh, people that were scoring it round by round. Of course, those objective folks at CBS that know everything about boxing. Yeah. Anyway, they had Sean Porter up for a while there. And, of course, Terrence Crawford would close the show and end things with two knockdowns in the tenth round. It was a dramatic ending. Really? No, not really. It wasn't. Come on. He was a seven to one favorite. And I'll get Larry Merchant on here at about 22 minutes past the hour and we'll talk about this. But a seven to one favorite. Man, I've never been a seven to one. I tell you back, I was a better than seven to one favorite when I went down into the valley and fought those, those farm worker guys. I beat up a lot of farm workers. Okay. That's just, that's just, uh, that, I mean, I didn't even t- I mean, do it. Put it this way, we would go down to the valley, and sometimes we would fight twice in a night, and then come home. I mean, that would be it. Go down there, come back and fight. And there was never any real stress involved because of the fact that, you know, you were young, and you felt good, and you were full of your own vigor and this and that, and you were in condition the whole nine yards. Plus, you knew for the most part that these guys were soft. Most of the guys I was fighting down there were soft, but that's how I learned how to fight. That's how I learned how to place punches and things like that, fighting lesser than uh, quality opponents, just put it to you like that. But anyway, Sean Porter, now 31-4, and four, uh, a draw on 17 kills. Not a big puncher, okay? As I said, a 7-1 to one underdog. He wasn't supposed to win. He didn't win. And the fact that it was competitive, well, that's Sean Porter. I mean, Sean Porter is a competitive guy. He's not going to roll roll over for anybody. I mean, but at the end of the day, it was um, it went the way it should have went. We'll hear from Crawford in, segment, in our next segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. But straight up... Um, do I give him great grades? Great, uh, good, good grades? Uh, yeah, I do. Without a doubt. I mean, you have to give him good grades. There's no doubt about it. He drew 11,000 people last night. 11,568 people paid at the Mandalay Bay. More power to him. I haven't seen people drawn like that in Las Vegas, especially. How can I put this? You know, Aaron, Bob Aram, his promoter. I'm talking about Terrence Crawford's a former promoter, a current promoter, an ex promoter, or I don't know what it is. They got some type of estranged relationship. Anyway, the bottom line is, you know, Aram says that he couldn't make any money promoting Terrence Crawford. All he was doing was giving Crawford a million bucks and he wasn't making any money. So they converted the show to pay-per-view and allegedly last night Crawford made six million dollars and Porter made four million dollars, of which afterwards Porter retired. More power to him. And as far as his father stopping the fight, he said he stopped the fight because uh, my son wasn't in condition or something like that. No, your son was getting bounced. That's why you stopped the fight. The excuse that you used in order to stop the fight um, in the post-fight press conference just showed you out to be some, um, you know, some insecure father that has to have has to be part of the show. You had to be part of the show. Like Devin Haney's father has to be part of the show. Like Floyd Mayweather's father had to be part of the show. Fathers have to be part of the show. I'm not saying all fathers are bad in boxing, but for the most part, they are. I mean, I go through a list of fighters, and I've told you about Rico Velasquez and this and that. I told Johnny. Anyway, when fathers are in the corners, things tend to happen that shouldn't happen. And why do I say that? It's because there's no median. There's no there's no stopgap when it comes to a father. Either a father's like emotionally involved and he stops the fight too soon. Or he's emotionally involved and he lets it go too long. My son be brave. My son is brave. Like Rico Velasquez. He died in 1988 down in San Jose, California. <clears throat> I begged his father before the round, before the round in which he died. I believe he died in the 10th round <clears throat> against David Gonzalez at the San Jose Civic Auditorium. I begged his father to stop the fight. I went to the corner. You can see me on the films telling the father, stop the fight, stop the fight. 
Father wasn't hearing none of that spit with an H. You know what I'm talking about, okay? You know what he said to the kid? Show me some balls in Spanish. He told the kid, show me some balls. He had been knocked down seven times, five times officially. He had a broken nose going into the fight. I mean, what more handicaps could Rico Velasquez have? except for the fact that he had an inept referee, an inept corner, and an inept doctor. The doctor had these uh, polio type of uh, crutches, and he couldn't make his way up into the ring when the kid died. In fact, when, when the kid was dying, and I was the one that screamed for the oxygen because he was turning blue. In other words, there was no medical care there. I was taking care of it. It was, like, it was appalling. Anyway, I went to the referee. I went to the, to the corner first. I went to the father. I said, please stop the fight. Please stop the fight. He's, he, he's going to get killed. I mean, it was obvious. The Grim Reaper was in the room. You, I'm an ex-cop. I know what death is. I could feel it. I knew he was there. Okay, I knew he was there. So I, when when it didn't go, when I couldn't get to the corner, and the doctor wasn't doing anything. The doctor was like eh, reading the newspaper, you know, like a wrestling referee or something like that. So I went to the referee, who was Hank Henry Alesbrew, who was caught named the chief officials for the state of California after after this kid died. So anyway, I said to him, Hank. Quote, please stop the fight. He's going to get killed, Hank. Stop the fight. Stop the fight. Hank gets a towel. He had a little towel in the corner there on the, on the corner, the turnbuckle. Takes a little towel, wipes the sweat off his brow. He said, son, go sit down and let me do my job. Enrico Velasquez was dead 45 seconds later. He was probably dead already at that point from a brain bleed. But 45 seconds later, he was like done in the middle of the ring. And I told you, I, I mentioned this a second ago. There was no medical care there. None. The doctor had polio or some type of uh, muscular dystrophy, and he was wearing those aluminum canes, and he couldn't get up in the ring. So I was the first one to get up in the ring. And I'm looking at the kid, and he's turning blue. I mean, he's turning blue in front of me. So I said, I mean, I'm, 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 I did some EMT when I was a cop. I mean, you have to. Okay, as a policeman, you just have to. So I, I, I said, get me some oxygen. I got I get the oxygen here. They got the oxygen in the ring. They put the oxygen on the kid, and things didn't turn any better. Of course, we went to the hospital with him. I think Jack Fisk was with me that night. Of course, the Hall of Fame boxing writer, born Jacob Finkelstein in 1917. But he he went with me, and you know he had chided me because when when I told the referee to stop the fight, and when I told the doc, the the uh, the, the uh, corner to stop the fight, when I sat back down, Jack Fisk told me, "You don't do that." You don't do that. You don't tell a referee what to do. You don't go tell a corner what to do. I said, you don't know spit about boxing. And I said, spit with an H, okay? You don't know spit about boxing, Jack. He's about to die. And then what happened? He died. So what did Jack Fist say at the hospital about two hours later? I'll never tell you to shut up again. I'll never tell you to be quiet again, ever. And he never did. But the bottom line is, that was one of the scariest moments I've ever witnessed in my entire life as a fight fan as a person i mean because you know when you're a policeman and people die they're dying because they got shot or they got in a car accident or maybe it's you know maybe it's natural causes you know people just people die okay i mean you you get accustomed to that but when somebody's dying unnecessarily in front of you because they took part in an athletic contest in which inept officials took part i got a problem with that and hank alesbrew He's dead now, but he should have been sanctioned. Instead, the California State Athletic Commission under Ken Gray at that point in time, and Ken Gray was a drunk. Let me tell you about Ken Gray. I went to Ken Gray to complain about Hank Gillespie drinking at a fight after the Rico Velasquez fight. I was in Sacramento, California at a title fight, and I could smell booze on Hank Gillespie's breath. So I went to Ken Gray, the head of the Athletic Commission. I said to him, your referee, I can smell alcoholic beverage on his breath. He 
goes, what are you talking about? I said, I'm a former policeman. You know that. I go, yeah. Well, let me run the elements down to you of somebody being under the influence of alcohol. The, you have the aroma of an alcoholic beverage on their breath. You have slurry speech. You have reddened eyes. You have a uh, heightened temperament at some point in times. Different attitude, the whole nine yards. Attitude change. That's Hank Alesbrew right now. So Ken says to me, have you got anything else to say? And no. And guess what? Before I left Ken, you know what I realized? He smelled like a drunk, too, because he was a drunk, too. They were both drunks. Drunks running the California State Athletic Commission. Until Richard DeCour took over, that's just the way it was. But may he rest in peace, Rico Velasquez. And his father, what a piece of work. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV, live on VTV. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. 
Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. As we come back with the guitar of the great Jeff Tamalier and Tower of Power, of course, before I go to the retired HBO Godfather last night, of course, undefeated still, 38 and zip, Terrence Bud Crawford, a winner. The champion, Terrence Bud Crawford, celebrating with everybody from Omaha who came here to see something special. How would you evaluate what you did tonight against a very competitive and tough Sean Porter? Well, first and foremost, I'd like to thank God for blessing me with this victory. Because without him, none of this would be possible. You know, shout out to everybody from Omaha that came to see your boy throw down. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. I love y'all to, to death for following me each and every arena that we rock. We're going to keep rocking them out. But... Sean Porter, you know, like I said before, I'm going to say it again, I can't say nothing bad about him, you know what I mean? Like, he been in there with everybody, he did what he could, I just was the better man today. It was a, a hard fight, it wasn't easy because no uh, Sean Porter fight's ever easy for the opponent. When did you figure him out? Uh, round one. Round one. I, fi- I, I figured that I had to reach, he had to take chances to get in, you know, uh, I was a little stronger than him, and uh, he was just trying to, you know, do what he normally do, maul, and, you know, push me back, but I used my angles, and, you know, I pushed him back at times as well. Was he everything you expected? Was there anything different? No, no, no. Sean Porter is a good fighter. You know, he was doing some little slick, slick things in there, made me think. It was, think it, uh match for a point of time in there. Did you know? Did you know there in that tenth round once you dropped him the first time that the fight was coming to an end soon? You said what? Did you know that after you dropped him that tenth round the fight would be coming to an end soon? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I knew I caught him with a good uppercut, and then when I uh, caught him with another left hook, I seen in his face that he was real hard, and you know his dad did the right thing by stopping him because I was coming with vengeance. Errol Spence was right there watching this fight. As soon as this stoppage happened, he walked out. What was your message to Errol Spence tonight? He was at my fight? Yeah. Now that boy said he wasn't going to never. He going to never be at my fights, but now he at my fights. Well, you see what I did, you know, compared to what he did. So that's what happened. As soon as the stoppage happened, that's what happened with Errol. Hey. Hey, listen. My thing is... The future, Terrence, because the most important thing is you make the decisions on what happens next in your career. What do you want next? Who do you want next? Well, you already know who 
I want. I've been calling them out all day. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll go up to 154. Maybe if Spence get his tail out his butt, he'll fight me. You know what I mean? Whatever. You know what I mean? I'll wait whatever. It wasn't about sending a message to Spence, you said, but in the end, you stopped him when he couldn't. What does that mean about you? It's just styles make fights, you know. I, I look at all of us. We all great. You know what I mean? We all talented. We all got different styles. You know, um, he won. I won. So I just look at it like, you know what I mean? No matter how the, how the income go, at the end of the fight go, as long as you get the victory, that's all that matters at the end of the day. What did you say to one another? Huh? What did you say to one another? Oh, I love him. You know what I mean? Sean Porter is a real good friend of mine. You know, I told him, you know what I mean? I really didn't want to fight him. You know what I mean? We always said we was going to fight each other. You know what I mean? When the time is right. And I guess the time was right for this fight to happen. You know, I was looking to fight other champions in the division. And, you know, since I couldn't get that, I had to go to the next best thing. Thank you for your time. Joe, back to you. Of course, uh, Terrence Crawford, Omaha, Nebraska, 38 and zip. We go from Omaha and San Francisco to Santa Monica and the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant. Larry, what kind of grade did Terrence Crawford get from you last night? Well, I think he gets an A. Uh, he fought a stronger, a more awkward opponent who has lost split decisions to all the other top welterweights, mm -hmm. and those were his only losses. And he patiently took them apart and deposited them on the floor. You know, we had these three fights in the last month and a half or so uh, with with uh, uh, Tyson Fury winning in, in the 11th and, and um, uh, Canelo winning in the 11th. And Porter got him in the, in the tenth. All good fights. All sellouts. That's what I wanted to bring up. They're all sellouts. They sold thirteen thousand tickets last night, and I was dogging and I was dogging Crawford on last week's show, and you corrected me about him not being able to sell some tickets. Well, guess what? Thirteen thousand tickets last night. Sean Porter didn't sell them all. Well, I guess there's a hunger to see uh, elite fighters. The elite fighters are. Starting to fight more often, um, and he proved himself um, last night. And you just got to, you just got to give him the highest marks and the, and the most credit. Okay, but but he's got the numbers. He doesn't have the names. He doesn't have these 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 Minnesota names on his on his resume you are, yet. You are correct. Okay, you are correct. He hasn't. I don't know it's because whether he's demanding too much to fight them or whether they don't want to fight him, but he built himself up from junior welterweight to a, a welterweight uh, who could knock out a strong contender. Yeah, we're talking about Terrence Bud Crawford, of course, 38 and zip, a 10th round TKO winner last night over Sean Porter. Sean Porter's father... Basically threw in the towel, um, and then Sean Porter's father said something after the fight that he stopped the fight because the son wasn't in condition. You know, Larry, I've been involved or I've been around this game a little bit, and I'm not I'm not in favor of fathers being in the corners at all making decisions. What about you? Do you think? Because I don't think there's a median with those guys. Either they go too far, or they don't go far enough. Or, and, and do you see my point there? I see your point. Uh, 
But in hindsight, I disagree with it. I thought he made the right move. Uh, Porter uh, took some uh, hard punches, Mm -hmm. and if he got up, he was going to go down again. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. I'm not talking about last night. I'm just talking about in general. I, you know, um, Sean Porter's put up an admirable performance last night. It was gutty. It was gritty. He announced his retirement afterwards. And if he made four million dollars, according to the reports, he made four million dollars. More power to him because that means probably he could put two million dollars. He could maybe walk away with an actual two million dollar check out of four million bucks. So if that's the case, and he walks away from boxing. More power to the young man. I agree. I mean, because the bottom line is you got to make money. And I remember one time Mike Jones told me, uh, who was handling, handling Jerry Cooney, said to me, he goes, Alex Stewart's made more money than, and he ain't ran off like all these different heavyweight champions. I'm saying, guys, like, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, he goes, he made money. He goes, we weren't worried about belts. We were worried about making money. Alex Stewart made money. Now, what is, what is Crawford doing in the future? Is Crawford and Spence ever going to hold hands together or what? I think that Crawford Spence will now be made. Um, he proved himself uh, in and out of the ring uh, in this fight. Uh, I thought, basically, that there was a possibility of an upset in, in that fight. Um, he came up in weight, and his opponent had comes down in weight. Yep. And uh, is a tough hombre. So... Uh, uh, I'm glad he he had the the opportunity and the stage uh, to show what he is, and I don't think there are many doubters now. December 11th, Vasil Lomachenko, the once beaten, twice beaten fighter, of course, lost that fight early on to Orlando Salido in an overweight mug match, and of course lost to the lightweight championship, Tifio Lopez. Going to come back against Richard Comey. All I can say is I, 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 I feel sorry for Richard Comey. Okay, <laughs> I, I just, think, I just you know, do. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want that guy seeking revenge on me. Uh, look, the Russian Romanchenko uh, is an outstanding athlete. Athlete, um, um, been been working out since he was four years old or something, uh, and I take nothing away from him except. His record doesn't warrant the the credits he gets. I'm sorry. You got you got to go out there and fight, fight more often, beat everybody up, and then you say this guy is the greatest fighter in, in you know uh, since cavemen. But um, he is a superior athlete, and but I, I never bought the whole. Lomachenko thing because uh, I don't think he had fought uh, enough fighters uh, who could fight back. Good point. Now, Godfather, what's what's on your agenda this week? You and the God Bomber, you guys going out doing anything special? Well, I hear that Thanksgiving is coming up. I heard that too. <laughs> and um, wow, we're going over to our daughter's house and there'll be 20 or people or so. Everybody's vaccinated, right? Yep. You have to be vaccinated. <laughs> I love you, Larry. Kiss the God Mama for me. We'll talk real soon. Keep the faith. 
The great Larry Merchant, Mr. Hall of Famer on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Speaking of the WBC TV, WBC, they just concluded, the World Boxing Council just concluded, I believe, their 59th annual Congress or convention down there in Mexico City was a success without a doubt. Everybody had a good time, and guess what? I didn't get my passport. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your phone have been through a lot this past year. It's been your lifeline to the world. And now some big wireless company is telling you you gotta buy a new phone from them and sign their contract? They don't control you. With TrackPhone Wireless, you can keep the phone, number, and network you already have. Already got a 5G phone? Keep that too. Because TrackPhone runs on America's best networks now with 5G nationwide. Plus, we've got unlimited talk and text smartphone plans starting at just 20 bucks. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. 5G nationwide access requires a 5G capable device. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. That's a no-whip, high-foam, 170-degree, sugar-free gingerbread latte. Ah, yes. It's gingerbread latte season at Duchesne's Coffee Shop. He'll need a seasonal barista before his cookie starts to crumble. Anything else? Oh, there's a list. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 Black Friday's on at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com Everything's 50 to 70% off Plus, shop all new doorbusters including 60% off sweaters and cozy add-ons Shop the sale through November 27th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com Black Friday's on at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Everything's 50 to 70% off. Plus, shop all new doorbusters, including 60% off sweaters and cozy add-ons. Shop the sale through November 27th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. 
The mighty Tower of Power bringing us into the back from the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 40 minutes past the hour. Of course, this is hour number one of two live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and WBC-TV. Of course, coming to you on VTV straight up. This is a uh, new project the World Boxing Council has put together with their own World World Boxing Council TV channel. Of course, we're we're excited to be part of it. Of course, Daniela and, and, and Mr. Jackman running things over there at Viv TV. They're rocking and rolling. The Suleiman family is into this 200%. What more can I say is that I'm elated and he, I'm, I'm excited to be involved with this project. No doubt about that. Now, last night, of course, take that back. Friday night, Demetrius Andrade. I've had him on the show before. The guy talks a good game. What did Canelo say to him? Hey, man, you got a belt, but who you fight? You know, that was Canelo's broken English. Bottom line is, he has a belt. He's had two belts. <clears throat> I believe the WBO 154-pound title and the WBO 160-pound title. He's had two belts, and they've both been like vacant titles. They've both been given to him. Now, I'm not trying to say he isn't a talented guy. He's 31 in zip, 19 KOs, but he isn't the most exciting fighter in the entire world. So they put him in the other night with a guy named uh, Jason Quigley, El Animal. Okay. Anyway, he was 19 and 1, came in 19 and 1, 14 chaos. It was a fight in which it was designed on paper to make Andrade maybe more exciting or better than he was. And the reason why I say that is he's a pedestrian type of boxer. He's a knit and pick type of guy. Tit, 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 tit. He's like a fly. He's annoying, this and that. He's not an exciting guy. He doesn't really bring it every time he comes. But he brought it the other night, of course. Quigley overmatched, no doubt about that. As I said, it was Friday night at the in Manchester, New, New Hampshire. Uh, what can I say is eh, Andrade thinks he's the stuff, but you've got to be more than thinking it. you got to like, be the stuff, you know what I'm saying? And he's not really the stuff. He's got a couple of belts, he's undefeated, and he's starting one in zip. But outside of that, maybe he can, like, you know, go get lunch somewhere, but he, not a free lunch. Because he's not much. Straight up, Dimitri Andrade wants to make a move at 160. Went after Canelo at a previous press conference. Of course, <clears throat> Canelo dogged him to death. This dogged him to death. And now we look at the fact that Andrade at 160, of course, has maybe plans on fighting Gennady Golovkin. Gennady Golovkin, of course, he once beaten in one draw. Of course, both those fights to the great Canelo Alvarez. And, of course, those fights went down a couple of years ago. But now, Gennady Golovkin is going to venture off to Spain. I take that back, Japan and take on Murata, and that's going to be some type of unification match at the WBA. Of course, the WBA, and they're all insanity, the world of Bunko and insanity, the world of Bunko and anarchy. Anyway, all their insanity, they've had Murata from Japan, the champ for like two years, hasn't fought in two years. There's no fight in two years. It's cool. You can go fight in two years. You can still be champion if you're with the World Boxing Association. I guess that's the way it goes. But the bottom line is the news this week, of course, is Canelo Alvarez taking on the cruiserweight champion of the US, uh, of the WBC going to make him Mabuku, going to have him, have him come down to 190 pounds instead of 200 pounds. These catchweight fights, I think Socrates Palmer, Boxing's PhD, had an issue with that. And, you know, I guess he doesn't remember back to the days where Ray Leonard had <clears throat> had uh, special weight fights with Donnie Lalonde. He made Donnie Lalonde come down to 168 and 175. Of course, they, they fought for both belts. And, and if you're going to fight a guy like that, um, I'm, if I'm going to fight a guy that weighs in at 200 pounds, I'm probably going to want to have some type of advantage over him other than the fact that I'm a better boxer than he is. I mean, he's a better boxer. Canelo's a better fighter than him, uh, A to Z. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you wouldn't match Canelo against a guy uh, with equal skills weighing 35 or 40 pounds more than him because it would be definite you know, destruction. There's no doubt about it. But here, I think he has the easiest market, 200 pounds, and he, as far as your cruiserweight title holders is concerned. And Canelo, while people 
attend to dog him because he's on top. He is the pound-for-pound king. I mean, he sells out fights like that. He definitely does the pay-per-view numbers. I mean, the zone, pay-per-view, showtime, whatever they want to go with him, he sells. He delivers. He sells out arenas almost instantly, okay? What can you say negatively about him? Not much. He's Except for the, the fact he doesn't speak that great, that great English. And I don't dog him for the fact he can't speak that great English. I dog him for the fact that he tries to correct people speaking English when he doesn't speak that great English. Like when, uh, you know, I think uh, he called him, his last opponent called him a mother ducker, you know, without the D and the F and that kind of stuff. And he took it as if, you know, he was having sex with his mother. I mean, that's the way Canelo took it. I didn't have sex with my mother. No, nobody said you had sex with your mother. They called you a mother ducker. I mean, look, anyway, bottom line is Canelo not mastering the English language as we speak right now. But I think he'll get better. And I think uh, 2022, of course, he's going to have this fight with the Cruiserweight champion or the, the Cruiserweight champion at 200 pounds at 190. It'll take place in May. It'll probably take place in Mexico because I don't think this going to fight that's going to be able to uh, to uh, materialize here in the United States. I'm not sure that somebody's going to want to throw down a $10 million site fee for that. I'm not trying to say that he couldn't garner or sell out another arena. I'm just trying to say this. Of all the fights that Canelo could have right now, this probably isn't the fight that I want to see him have. I don't. I mean, there's guys at 175 like Bidabev and people like Arthur Bidabev, good fighters. I mean, solid fighters, no doubt about that. Okay. And of course, he's got Jermel Charlo, one of the Charlo brothers, 160 pound Charlo brother, the WBC champion, undefeated, but like Crawford, got the numbers, but he hasn't fought anybody yet. There's no Hall of Fame guys on his resume. And if you don't have Hall of Fame guys in your resume, how can you call yourself great? I'll ask Eddie Croft that a little bit later in the show. Eddie Croft's in the house, but I'll ask him a little bit later in the show. How can you be a great fighter just by numbers? Do numbers alone make you a great fighter? I mean, because, you know, you can add up all the numbers, but if, if, if Terrence Crawford doesn't have anybody on his resume, like a Roberto Duran or like a Sugar Ray Leonard or like maybe a Wilfred Benitez, um, what, what, is he really that great beating up lesser guys? You know, last night was a 7-1 fight. Sean Porter was a 7-1 underdog. I mean, everybody was astounded. Ooh, it's going to be a good fight. Ooh, it's going to be competitive. Not the oddsmakers didn't think it was going to be competitive. They thought it would be a 7-1 fight. Let me tell you, I'll put it to you like this. Muhammad Ali, take that back. Cassius Clay and Sonny Liston, that was a 5-1 fight back in 1964. So that, that was like the upset of the century. It was a 5-1 fight. Well, Crawford and those guys were a 7 Crawford was a 7-1 favorite last night. Anyway, speaking of Crawford, he has dissed his longtime promoter, Bob Arum, of course. Arum came on TV, came on this show. I had him on a clip about, I guess about a year ago, saying that, you know, he was losing money by paying Terrence Crawford a million bucks a fight. Whoa, that's what he said. He came on, he, he said, I'm losing money promoting him. What are you trying to say? Black fighters can't sell tickets or something like that? Because last night he sold 13,000 tickets. I can't think, I don't think Sean Porter has much of a fan base at all. So I'm trying to say that most of those people last night there were from Omaha, Nebraska, or like that lady from Sun World Airlines that tried to give me a free ticket to Omaha, Nebraska. She goes, would you like to go to Omaha? I thought it was, I thought she was talking about Hawaii. Okay. It was Sun World Airlines. I think they had me stuck like in Boise, Idaho or something like that and go, would you like to go to Omaha? I said, is that in Hawaii? She goes, no, it's in Nebraska. I said, what do you mean Omaha? You mean Omaha? Anyway, that was Sun World Airlines. Bottom line is he is the star of Omaha, Nebraska. There is no, there's nothing else there but him. There's no doubt about it. Terrence Bud Crawford is the king of, 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 of that town. And eventually he's got such a, 
I think he's a smart guy. I think he's, you know, intelligent. I think he's smart enough to grasp the political spectrum. And I, I'm predicting this right now, that he's going to run for mayor of Omaha, Nebraska. And after he retires, I think I think that's in his future. I just think it's in his future. Speaking of in his future, future uh, current heavyweight champion Tyson Fury, of course, coming off that spectacular win. Of course, listen, he looked like a doughboy. He looked like a fat guy like Jim Lampley. Jim Lampley, the former uh, voice of HBO Boxing. Of course, he was the... The voice and Larry Merchant was like the face anyway, and Harold Letterman. I'll take it back. Harold Letterman was the voice of HBO boxing because when Harold came on, you knew exactly who he was talking about. But anyway, the quarterback of that broadcast, of course, was Jim Lampley. And Jim Lampley recently has been saying that, you know, Tyson Fury is nothing but a big fat slob. Whoa. I mean, that's pretty extreme coming from Lamps, of course, from coming to us from the University of North Carolina, Tar Heels. He was a Tar Heel alumni. Now he's working there as a journalism teacher or something like that. But the bottom line is he was very, negative on Mr. Tyson Fury. And I don't think, I don't, listen, Tyson Fury won. I mean, he beat a guy that, that, that came to fight. I mean, Deontay Wilder came to fight. I'm not trying to say Deontay Wilder is the greatest thing since sliced bread. He's not. Obviously, he's a one-dimensional fighter. Of course, he has that, that one right hand outside of that one right hand. He probably couldn't reach an orgasm with the left hand, if you know what I mean. But the bottom line is, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And he came into the fight game a little bit late, 2004 Olympic bronze medalist. Of course, they called him the bronze bomber, like the brown bomber. So like, no, 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 he was going to be no Joe Lewis. I mean, most of the guys he beat up in those 39 or 40 wins that he had were lesser than world class. And I'm being kind in saying that. It's just the way it is, okay? I mean, that's the way he built himself up. What did Mark Breland say? Of course, the esteemed trainer, the man that was fired by him, the 1984 Olympic gold medalist, probably the best amateur in the entire world, a man who I I was in awe of. I remember in, in Colorado Springs, the Olympic training camp, looking at him in the ring saying, I can spar him! I can spar him! And then he stood next to me. And I said to myself, no, I couldn't spar him! Because he's just too, I mean, you should have seen his arms. His arms were like longer than his knees. You know, when he dropped his arms down, that's how long Mark Breland's arms were. Anyway, Mark Breland, the esteemed trainer, of course, of Deontay Wilder at one point in time, uh, Wilder went off on him and said that, you know, that, 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 that Breland threw the fight. That Breland put, uh, muscle train, muscle relaxers, volumes. He put volumes in his, in his, in his, in his drinking water. So there were volumes in the drinking water. Then he said, wait, wait, the, 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 the cage or the, of the hat that he was carrying to the ring, it weighed too much and it made him tired. Then he had leg problems. Listen, the bottom line is Deontay Wilder doesn't know what was going on. The reason why is that he's never been a complete developed fighter. He's a one-punch guy. He comes with that, he's, he's a one-punch, one-trick pony. He has no other tricks. I mean, so if he can't go with the right hand, what can he do? I mean, you saw when he tried to change it last time. He got a new trainer, Malik Scott. Of course, Malik Scott. What is Malik Scott famous for? I think taking that Olympic dive against Deontay Wilder. Remember that over in Puerto Rico? They were going, mm, that smells a little bit over there. Little odor to that one. Oh, smells like day-old cod. Sun-dried, baby. I'm telling you, that was a, that was, look at the film on YouTube, and you know what I'm saying, that that was hokey. Anyway, Malik Scott. Comes in to train him for the fight, takes over from Mark Breland. Mark Breland should have sued uh, Deontay Wilder for, for, for slander and, and, and liability and all that kind of bullshit. Because, you know, that's, that's not something, that's not something that, I mean, because there's what's up. If one person in the world thinks that, and they're going to think about employing Mark Breland in the future, if one person in the world heard what Deontay Wilder said and believes that, that's going to hurt Mark Breland. 
Okay, and I think it's going to hurt him a lot. I think it's going to hurt him whether he realizes it or not. I think that that type of stuff. I think people don't forget. I think that Deontay Wilder had a big platform there. He said it many times afterward via social media. He said it on TV. I mean, the bottom line is he blamed everybody but himself for losing to two. Tyson Fury. The bottom line is he's six foot seven. He's black and he's six foot seven. He's never probably lost a street fight in his life. He couldn't have, I mean, I lose a couple of boxing matches, but I ain't losing no street fights because I'm six foot seven, man. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's kicking my ass. I'm black and I'm six foot seven. Nobody's beating me up. Except some white boy that's six foot ten. See, because you never had to fight anybody that was bigger than you before. You never did. That never came, that never, you never even thought about it, Deontay Wilder. It never even crossed into your spectrum. It just didn't. I mean, you could, because you were always the biggest guy. And if, if the guys were bigger than you, they were clumsy and lummoxes and they couldn't box and this kind of stuff. So you very rarely had anybody better than you, bigger than you that was more talented than you are. And I'm trying to say that Tyson Fury is the most talented fight in the world, but he licked you like a stamp in every fight. I mean, the first fight, come on, you called that, they called that a draw? Mm-mm. The second fight, he lit you up. Put it this way. I think the only two rounds that Tyson Fury's lost to you were those two rounds in which he got knocked down. Outside of that, domestic violence. Tyson Fury should have arrested for domestic violence for what he did to Deontay Wilder. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide at WBC-TV. Things like this happen. Um, the best man won tonight, but my, 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 trend, my coat, my side, threw in the towel. And, you know, I'm ready to go out on my seal, man. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of things going on coming into this fight, but it is what it is. You know, my, I, I was already, my leg was already re-coming in due to other little things. But, you know, I make no excuses tonight. I just wish that my corner would have let me win out on my shit. I'm a warrior. Fabulous, to say the least. I love the way that you smile, make my life seem worthwhile. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo! I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa! That's ridiculous! Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now. 
and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours. Any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-That's 800-306-1760. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. All the fans around the world, we love y'all. The soul side of town. Something new from the mighty Tower of Power. These guys have been around like for a long time, like since 1900. I'm no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, bottom line is check them out at towerofpower.com. Emilio, mm, you haven't been around since 1900, but pretty close. You and me both. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number two. I will bring in, who can I say? This guy is like... I've always wanted to allot him in the studio because of the fact that I've always been a, appreciative of his boxing abilities, not only as a boxer, but as a trainer and as a father and as a community leader and things like that. And he's probably worthy of a lifetime achievement award, and he's not even 55 years old yet. So the bottom line is we'll spend some time with primetime Eddie Croft. It's primetime with Eddie Croft in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Now, the UFC. Somebody said to me, why aren't you covering the UFC much? <clears throat> I got a problem with that. It's like human exploitation beyond like human exploitation. You know, pimps and hoes. We talked about this before because I'm an ex-cop and I know what pimps and hoes are. I know that pimps, when they put girls on the street, they got to give the girls some of the money. <clears throat> In other words, if a girl goes on the street, she does, she talks to somebody for a hundred bucks, she's going to get a decent amount of a hundred bucks, right? Maybe half, right? Well, not if you're in the USC, you're only get eight to ten cents, eight to ten bucks out of the hundred. So eight percent, eight to ten percent of the, of the purse. What I'm trying to tell you is of all the money UFC makes, they only spend eight to ten percent on the talent. What does that tell you? These guys are in life and death battles all the time. This isn't a boxing match. We're not talking about an eight ounce, an eight ounce, um, boxing glove or a ten ounce box glove. We're talking about a four ounce boxing glove with a four ounce glove with basically no, no padding whatsoever. Okay. And you're being hit when you're on the ground. In other words, when you're getting hit and you're standing up as a boxer, your head goes backwards. Boom, boom, boom. Right. But now when you're laying on the ground, somebody hits you, there's nowhere for your head to go. The punishment, the punishment, I think that, 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 that's, that is, that is being, uh, affected in these mixed martial arts fights. I think they're going to come out in five to ten years. Jake the Stitch Duran, of course, the famed cut man from Northern California originally, now living in Las Vegas. He's told me he's seen it in fighters already. He's seen both males and females being punchy because you can't get kicked in the head and like, ooh, I'm okay. No, you're not okay, man. That's just too much trauma. I think it's too much trauma. Now that I'm trying to say boxing is safe, I'm just trying to say at least in boxing, you hopefully have a trainer, you have a doctor, and you have a referee that's looking out for your own good because in the world of UFC, nobody cares about you. No way, no how. You're just a piece of meat. Human exploitation at its best. That's 
Dana White is the pimp of 2021. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Stay tuned for hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Of course, I will bring in primetime Eddie Croft. I'm so proud to have him in the studio. Of course, a father. Uh, as I said, a great father, great trainer. He wraps it all. We'll put it together. Hour number two with Eddie Croft coming up on Sports Byline. USA Radio News with Jeremy Scott. Two days after a jury acquits Kyle Rittenhouse, protesters gathering at this hour in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Businesses telling the Epic Times that they are worried about their businesses being looted. Reverend Jesse Jackson, a day after marching with protesters in Chicago, plans to attend this afternoon's march along with several hundred people in Kenosha. Storms developing over the upper Midwest and Great Lakes before heading east expected to cause some issues for Thanksgiving travel. The storm system expected to reach the east coast by Monday. If you're flying, make sure to plan ahead for any delays. 84% of travelers for the Thanksgiving weekend say that they will drive. Gas prices holding steady the nationwide average at 3.49 per gallon. And the TSA welcoming more than 2.2 million people through security checkpoints at airports nationwide on Friday. It's the most number of travelers since pre-pandemic. This is USA Radio News. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. Think what you could do with that. But if you join right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fee, so that's another $170 you'll save. And MediShare is really different. It's a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. More than 400,000 people are members And they've shared over $4 billion in medical bills. So, yes, they can handle your bills, too. This may be the time to make the switch. Join before November 30th for the additional savings. It's so easy to find out more. They're great to talk to. In fact, you can get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. People taking to the streets this weekend to protest the jury decision in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. The acquittal of Kyle Rittenhouse, the teenager who fatally shot two protesters and injured another last year, sparked protests in cities across the United States this weekend. In Chicago, civil rights advocate Jesse Jackson led a demonstration on Saturday through the city's downtown area. Hundreds of people could be seen in one video holding signs and banners marching down the streets. From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau. I'm Brad Bernards. Dutch police firing shots on protesters of COVID-19 measures who got out of hand. Several hundred rioters torching cars, setting off fireworks and throwing rocks at police. Meanwhile, thousands of people took to the streets of Vienna, Austria, in protest of new restrictions set to take place on Monday. The government opposing a nationwide lockdown to combat a growing fourth wave of the coronavirus. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 
800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. A passenger is on the run after their gun goes off. USA Radio's Chris Barnes has details. The accidental discharge of a passenger's weapon at Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport on Saturday led to a lockdown and flight disruptions and at least three minor injuries, as well as plain old chaos in the terminal on Saturday afternoon, as the Atlanta police say they know who discharged the weapon as the person was being screened at the time. Arrest warrants have now been issued, and the FBI and ATF are assisting with the investigation, despite the fact they say it was not intentional. The passenger said to be a convicted felon who tried to grab the gun from his luggage when it went off. An Israeli killed four others wounded by a Hamas militant Sunday who opened fire in Jerusalem's old city before they were fatally shot by Israeli police. A 26-year-old immigrant from South Africa was killed. The attack appears to mark an escalation by Hamas since agreeing to a ceasefire with Israel last May. Thanksgiving dinner said to cost about 14% more than last year, according to the American Farm Bureau Federation. Dinner for a family of 10 costing on average about $53. That's up over $6 from last year. Ghostbusters Afterlife exceeding expectations at the box office, pulling in $44 million in ticket sales on its first weekend in theaters. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC. The World Boxing Council. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together. We work together. We respect each other. We like and love each other. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on WBC-TV. 
often imitated but never duplicated. 37 to make that 38 pleasure now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. When I say modest, think capitals. Straight up, I'm also a four-time Golden Glove champion, and I won some awards for my boxing writers. So supposedly, I know a little bit about boxing. But guess what? I've got a guy in the studio that knows way more, a lot more than me. I'm talking about primetime Eddie Croft, at one time a WBC regional champion. We'll talk with Eddie in depth during this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. I will open up the phone lines as I do at the top of each hour just to give you the chance to... Uh, Drop your line, your, your name in if you like. 1-800-878-7529. The toll-free once again, 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free no-commitment text line. And some people have been known to call me different names other than Pedro on that text line. You want to text me, you can. Say what you want. But keep it clean. 415-275-1613. The text line once again, 415-275-1613. Ain't nothing stopping us now to the break. Trade pros. Whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and same or next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit Ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Panera believes in saying yes. Yes to clean, fresh ingredients. Yes to the new chicken sausage and pepperoni flatbread topped with rich mozzarella. Yes to delicious mac and cheese. Yes to putting it on a sandwich, creating the grilled mac and cheese sandwich. And yes to impromptu road trips to Sandwich, Illinois. Because that's living life to the flavor fullest. Get $1 delivery when you order on our app. Panera. Live your yes. Pricing and product availability may vary. Visit PaneraBread.com. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, 
Make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759-Again, that's 800-449-1759. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. It's Saturday night, and I'm just hanging out. Down to the nightclub. If you got the dough, the liquor will flow. That's what he wrote. It's the truth. No doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. Coming to you live on VTV. Take it back. Delayed on VTV. We hope to get a live broadcast going on VTV right now. The WBC-TV is in its infancy. Of course, we launched it last week at the 59th annual WBC convention in Mexico City. Of course, it was a tremendous success. Pedro wasn't there. Of course, I lied. I told the passport people that I had dying relatives. I mean, COVID had wiped out the entire family. Uh, you name it. I tried every excuse I could. The feds were not believing any of my jive. They just weren't going for it. Okay. I even called Diane Feinstein. I used to guard her when I was a cop. I used to park outside of her house during the Presidio. Park right outside of her house. Mr. Mr. Blum, Richard Blum, I believe, was her husband. He used to come out and wave at us. Isn't it? Never offers, offered me any water, coffee, nothing like that. But Mrs. Feinstein, I only saw her a couple times. Anyway, I used to guard her out the, at the Presidio, and I brought this up. In, in the conversation with her aide trying to get me a passport to Mexico City, okay? A last-minute passport. <sniffs> Didn't happen. They said to me, you've got to have, like, paperwork saying she's dying or dead, one or the other. I said to myself, mm, I could probably forward something up, but I ain't got enough time. So I let it go. So bottom line is, next year, the WBC convention will be in Kazakhstan. I will be there without a doubt, and I will have a passport hopefully before then. Now, we go from passports and Mexico City to being in studio with my man, primetime Eddie Croft, of course, a WBC regional champion, 122 pounds. Primetime, I love having you here because I'm really proud of you as a father and a coach and a uh, community guy and the whole nine yards. Don't, 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 don't take this as, 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 uh, me blowing smoke up your skirting like that. I truly am. Thank you, Pedro. I, you know what? I, I really appreciate that coming from you, especially, you know what? We didn't have any angst or anything in, you know, in the past. It, it was something that, you know, you, you looked at something one way and I felt like it was another way and, it, you know, it was okay. Well, I'm just, I was a very, um, opinionated journalist. I mean, well, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wouldn't have won those awards that I won if I'd been a golly gee whiz milk toast type of guy. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? No, absolutely. And, you know, you, not, not only are you a very opinion, opinionated, uh, journalist, you know, you, you actually are, are blunt to the point and, you know, you, you write for, and, and say things for a little bit of shock value and, and it's awesome. And, and, but, you, but you have to. I mean, I remember one time I was, I was writing pieces and I take them back. The high school principal was a drunk and he had been arrested twice for DUI. And I had the reports. I had the police reports on South City, South San Francisco Police. Tom Gaffney was, was the principal. So I took the police reports to, to my journalism teacher and he said to me, yeah, well, you can print them because, but you got to have big B-A-L-L-S in order to do this because they're going to be coming after you, man, big time after this. I said, no, 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 do it anyway. So we did it. And that was sort of like that launched my, as far as like getting in teeth first and the things from that point forward, I haven't been scared. I mean, you know, I remember one time Don King called me on the phone and said to me, he swore for like a minute, two minutes to all these mothers and this kind of stuff coming out. And he said, is this Pedro? 
You know, so I've I've had my fun. There's been ups and downs. Now, you're training out of B Street Boxing down there in San Mateo, California. B Street's rocking and rolling. You've got the little B Street gym. Um, tell me about that. What, I mean, how did you get going? What, what made you? Most fighters are spitty trainers. When I say spitty on the show, I say spitty instead of the P. It should be an H there, okay? But you right. know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Bottom line is most fighters are spitty trainers. What makes you so different? You're You're pretty good. Well, I, so I, you know, I don't know if you remember how I got into boxing. Uh, I, Karate. Yeah, exactly. So, so, you know, I started boxing relatively, relatively late. I was 17 years old already. Um, but I, you know, I'd been training in martial arts and karate since I was five years old. And, and the way martial arts schools are structured are, you know, the, everybody who is a level above, you know, helps the levels below. And, you know, once you become a black belt, you know, you, you start teaching, you know, after you've been a black belt for a few years. So, you know, I started teaching kids when I was 14 years old, when I was a kid, right? So, I, you know, I teach kids younger than me. So I've been teaching kids and teaching people um, basically how to fight since I've been 14. And so, you know, when I started boxing, you know, I, you know, was going back and teaching people at my karate school, you know, what I was learning, what I was learning myself and, and, you know, what I was not only learning from Johnny and, and training, but Johnny know, Nava, yeah, Johnny Nava. But, uh, you know, you obviously as a fighter, you're, you're the one in there. So not only are you taking the advice that your coach is giving you or your trainers are giving you, but your actual experience and the lessons that you're learning, um, the painful lessons and sometimes the lessons of in victory, and you know, and and you listen to other trainers in the gym, right? And and you see, you know, you know who has the good fighters and who doesn't, right? And, and the and pretty, the, pretty obvious. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? I didn't interrupt you, but the old Newman's gym. You know, most yeah. of the guys on Newman's gym were opponents. You know that. Right, I mean, absolutely. Most of the guys. I mean, like Phil Rankatory, the guy that ran City Cab. He he put guys that were like, in pro debuts against guys that were like twenty four and zip. Right. I mean, was, and they didn't know. These no, guys no. had no idea. And and so so you know, I t I tell people that all the time about professional boxing, it's, it's, the club level, the club scene, and it's it's, it's a little different now because it, it's just not as vibrant as it was. In your day, and then in you know in my even in my day, like so, I remember in in the eighties, and you know in the in the late eighties, all the way up through maybe the early nineties, there was you know a club show every month, right? At least every month. So probably when when you were doing it, there was probably one, two, twice a month at least, right? And so there's club shows. You know, one one month would be in, in the city. Usually, it'd be like Jimmy Sosa and Jim Keith. They'd put on a show, and then um, San Jose. And San Jose would be the next month. Uh, would be you know Joe Gallardi. All right, right? so 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 now that's gone. I mean, right. Gallardi, Gallardi doesn't believe it or not. Gallardi moved like two months ago to Las Vegas. No, I you know I you know I spoke to him. I I saw him. He's a godfather, you know. Yeah, I mean, no pay per view. I mean, oh yeah, I'm no, 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 television. Yeah, when yeah, I said yeah. it, I mean, no, he, I, he, no, no, I he know. controlled the whole country. Him and Joe Han controlled the whole country on closed circuit television back when closed circuit yeah. was pay per view. No, no, I know that's that's yeah. how he that's how he became such, billionaire, such a wealthy guy, right? Yeah. And so, so you know, I'm, I the last time I saw him was in Fresno, um, and he was managing a a Andy Ruiz at the time, and you know, Andy was there. 
And you know, and so yeah, he was doing really the last time I talked to Jeff Gramogian and everybody too. Yeah, so, yeah. I, Joe Gallardo, I talked to him on the phone about a month and a half ago. He says to me, "I'm I'm I'm moving to I'm, I'm moving to Vegas. My sons are taking me to Vegas." Blah blah blah. He sounded old. He sounded elderly, but he still sounded you know lucid. This and that. But you know, here was a guy that I remember when Bomani Parker turned professional after the 1984 Olympic trials. He won the Olympic trials. Of course, he went crazy afterward. But we we had the uh, the the kickoff thing, and Joe was there and everything. Like, and Joe was throwing money around, and I said to Joe, "You got so much money, why don't you sponsor my radio show? Put me on." He goes, "You don't have a radio show." I said, "If I had some money, I'd have a radio show." He goes, "I'll give you four grand. Can you do it with that?" Here we are, thirty-seven years there later. There you go, from Joe Gallardi's four grand. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. I got to ask you this. Vasil Lomachenko is going to take on Richard Comey December 11th in his comeback fight, of course, after the Tiafimo Lopez fight. Um, Larry Murchie was on in hour number one. He sort of was dismissive of Lomachenko because of the fact that he hadn't fought enough guys. He said that he didn't do enough. Am, is he right? Is there merit to what he's saying? What, what, or is this Larry just Larry I mean, I mean, is he, is he talking about it for the... He's talking totality about totality of his yeah, career. Well, you know, well, fourteen one and one. I think that's fifteen one and one. I think is his career. I think Larry is of the opinion you should have more than seventeen fights to be considered like an, an, a super elite fighter. I do agree with that somewhat. I do. I do believe that that he was heaped a lot of praise a lot earlier than a lot of fighters would have. Um, but you know, I mean, he had. He's, you know, arguably the best amateur of all time. So, you know, I mean, he, he deserved and he worked for a lot of that. So, you, you know, yeah, I, yeah, we'll okay. save it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Towers of the break this time is real. After the break, we'll come up with some Muhammad Ali quips. Of course, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the longest running fight show in history. Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I had a picture. Let me You got that picture over there? Hand me the picture back. Anyway, I'm giving it primetime Eddie Croft one of my pictures here of myself and Muhammad Ali. If you like one, text me at 415-275-161. That's right. Me and Ali, 1993, and he signed it to Pedro, love Muhammad Ali. Guess what? You can look on the Internet. You find another picture where he said love. Show it to me. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 
That's 800-693-8290. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Pedro Fernandez and primetime Eddie Croft, baby, of B Street Boxing down there in San Mateo, California, of course. B Street Boxing, rocking and rolling. You have programs for kids, adults. Real quick, B Street Boxing, explain it. I have it all. Uh, I have it all. I love it. Programs for kids, adults, um, young kids, 5 to 10, and kids 11 and up. So, you know. And then I have a, a group for um, competitives, competitive, in both kids and adults. You know, people want to try, try their hand at fighting. Should everybody know how to fight? Uh, should John, should, should the squarest guy in Goo, some doofus guy, some lummox, should he know how to fight? I, you know what? I don't know about necessarily knowing, well, yeah, knowing how to defend themselves and knowing how to, look, I always tell some, tell people, look, you, it's very, it's much easier to not get beat up than actually beat somebody up. Right, so pepper gel. <laughs> well, then, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I mean, if if you if you're weaponless, right? Okay. Um, you you know you can defend yourself. You can learn to balk and and move and you know throw occasional punches. But in order to really beat somebody up, you have to put yourself out there. You have to ri- it, it takes a lot more risk, right? So you have to gamble. Yeah, a little bit. You know, you know what Ray Leonard told me when we were sitting in a jacuzzi in, in 1989. We're in in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida, for the Hearns fight, training for the Hearns fight, the rematch. And I said to him, "Ray, what makes a great fighter?" And he thought about it. He looked at me. He says, um, "The willingness to gamble." I, absolutely. I well, I don't know about 
I don't know about gambling might be not the right Taking risks. Taking risks. But a huge risk, right? It Because every time you step into the ring, it's a huge risk. You are actually risking your life, right? Talk to me. Who's the guy you're training that's so hot, the super middleweight? Uh, Evgeny Shevdenko. We call him the Shiv? Well, no, he, he, we call him the Siberian Express. He's well, why don't you call him the Shiv? It sounds like a lot easier, the Shiv. The ah, Siberian the Express, the Shiv, sounds be, like he's because, a killer. Be, be, well, because the Shiv is, is, has like prison, you know, it implies it prison. Has, it has and negative my kid, connotations. My, yeah, my kid has never been to prison. <laughs> okay, so he's unbeaten. Yep. Uh, he keeps, uh, you keep telling well, me he's going to fight this guy. Well, he, so here it goes. No. So hopefully four times a charm. We, we, he's been lined up to fight an IBF title eliminator. Um, and we've had three fights fall through because of COVID. With? Huh? Who the oh, fights so with? the, the first time was this guy, Idos Yubasanuli, who I don't believe had COVID. He, I, I think he pulled out. He actually got a WBA eliminator fight. Yeah. Uh, against a, a a much easier opponent, money, right? Money, money, right. And opportunity. So, okay, yeah. So, so, and then the second time was against uh, Shishkin, who trains over at the Kronk. But weren't you supposed to fight Callum? Oh, so, so, so he got COVID, and then the third time, Caleb Truax. So Truax, he got COVID, and a guy in his camp, or uh, one of the coaches in, in in his gym, passed away from from it. And then, but he's recovered, and we resigned, and now we're going to fight January fourteenth. On another note, can you believe that people are resisting vaccine, being vaccinated? I mean, what is this, what is the the mindset behind that? I mean, I'm I'm in my sixties now. I think you're in your fifties. We've both been through a lot of vaccinations in our life: polio vaccinations, measles vaccinations, things like that. Um, if you take a flu shot every now and then. I mean, why all of a sudden is, are, are there so many people in this country that are anti-medicine? Politics? You know what, Pedro? It's absolutely unexplainable to me. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's sort I don't of like, you know what? Sort I of like, this I is a get-out-of-jail-free card, dude, and they won't take it. Dude, I don't know. And and you know what? This is a whole nother, like, rabbit hole that, you know, I... <laughs> <laughs> that we can't really climb down at this right. moment. December but, but, 5th, yeah. Isaac Cruz is going to take on Javante Davis, taking on Raleigh Romero's place. Yep. Raleigh Romero, of course, a serial creeper. C- a serial creeper? No, I mean, yeah, I guess we can say creep. that, huh? It's kind of creepy. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. I mean, if, it, if it's true, it's a little creepy. Well, here's, what's up. here's what somebody told me. Oh, it was only one chick. No, there were six. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, when six or seven chicks it's come kinda, forward on you, it's sort of like, you know, the first one, mm. when well, they're coming from different cities. Kind of I mean, weird. different zip codes. And, and and they all sound similar. Similar. Yeah, right, about the yeah. same thing. Gervonta Davis can take on Isaac Cruz. Isaac Cruz, um, formidable foe? I, I mean, it, the guy can crack, but he's right there. You know, he's right there in front of you. And, yeah, he cracks, but he gets hit. And see, the thing about Gervonta, yeah, he's there in front of you, too, but he doesn't really get hit that much. He's got, you know, he's got pretty good defense and and, you know, he's able to block and slip a lot of punches. And, man, when he cracks, man, you're feeling it. So A guy that we've known for a long time, 38 years, 38 years old now, Nonito Donaire. Yeah. Remember, it's 7707, July 7th, 2007. He knocks out Victor Archinian. Yep. Okay, for the IBF flyweight title. Yep. And Vic wakes up, and they said to him, hey, Vic, what's it like? Remember, they asked him, hey, Vic, yep. what's it like to be knocked out? He goes, I wasn't knocked out. I wasn't yep. even knocked out. What are you talking about? Yep. 
That's why you don't interview a fighter after you've been drilled. That uh, you know who else said that? Who? Remember Marlon Starling? Marlon Starling talking, didn't even know what happened. Same thing when he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that Korean hit him after the belt. Was it the no, Korean? No, 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 no. It was like a, Molineris or one of those guys. Yeah, I think it was yeah. Tomas Molineris. Yeah, I think that's who it was. Yeah, Tom, Tom, that was listen. Hitting after the bell is an art. <laughs> I mean, some guys can do it and get away with it. For some reason, I've never felt that way. That when the bell rang, it was cool to pull your hands out. I never thought it was. It was no. cool. It was cool to pull my hands out when I was out. of you know, I you know what I I I learned that lesson. You learn the thing is at a place like Newman's gym, you learn those lessons, right? Because you're sparring with guys that hate you. <laughs> it's different, you know. I tell everybody now, boxing is different. You know, we're in a gym. You're you're in B Street boxing, guys, and we're all together. We're all the same team, right? So when we're sparring, if we rock somebody. You know we're gonna we're gonna pull back and like kind of let him recover. We're not going in You're for the kill. You're not gonna dig to the right? body like I no, would. No. So like you know I I tell him you know so what when I went to Newman's and I was training, you know they everybody knew I came from San Mateo. I had a car. Half these guys didn't. You know, you know <laughs> I had I, a car. I had a car. I had you know I had money and like you know half the guys that were fighting they didn't have anything and they hated me. Right. So so every time I sparred. It was like a fight for my life, right? And you know, I, I, I remember after after a couple weeks in, um, you know, because I had never really sparred like that over and over and over, you know, you know, growing up in karate. I remember a couple weeks in, I was like, man, you you either are gonna learn fast or you just aren't gonna make it in in this sport, you know. So I, like I. You know, I I see that that actually the accelerated learning because you just have to fight so hard all the time, right? Um, and is that a better way to learn than your, the path that you're teaching right now? Do you think? Oh well, well see, oh, hold on. That that's that's what I I wanted to kind of okay. get into actually. Um, it, it, so you know, I I mean, I like I learned that because of because of the the super intensity of of the training and the sparring that I either had to learn fast or I was quitting and I decided that I you know wanted to be the best at the, in the world at it right so like I was you know putting a lot of time into studying it and figuring out how it worked right so you, you and Hector you guys study boxing I never studied it was a physical thing for me in other words I, the mental part was like o overcoming somebody physically let me change subjects real quick tell me about your kids we never talk about your kids how many kids you got I have five five have five kids, kids. busy so, young man yeah so well, my oldest is is 27 okay. Alexandria she was my, my first and so when I was fighting she was she used to be at all the fights when she was a baby um and then I got remarried and then I have uh my oldest son, McLean, he's 14, and then I have a son, Mosley, who I actually named him after Sugar Shane Mosley. Um, uh, he's 13, and then I have a daughter, uh, another daughter, Kaya, she's 10, and son, Eddie, he's 8. Okay, so um, any of them box? No, no. Uh, why, why is it? Why, here's what's up. You and I come from a boxing background. Mm -hmm. I mean, without a doubt, we're boxing all the way back in martial arts, boxing, combat sports, whatever. Mm -hmm. We aren't all that 
I don't push any of my relatives into it. I never push any. I, ne- I just didn't. In other words, if you want to do it, you do it. I don't push more. I don't push combat sports on people. You, you, you feel me on that? Y- yeah. I, um, yeah. I, d- I didn't push. Well, my oldest son, McLean, he's, he's autistic. So I, you know, I didn't want him to get hit. <laughs> and, uh, mostly, you know, I, like I wanted him to do it. And, and I still would want him to, to try it, even, you know, even though he's, you know, 12 and it's good, it'd be okay time to start. But I mean, he's, you know, trained a little bit here and there, but nothing serious. If he doesn't, you know, I want him to, because I know how much time and, and dedication it takes, right? So I want him to put that time and ded- dedication to something that he loves. Hopefully in education. Well, yeah, absolutely. Wish your family the best. What's the web, what's the website for B-Street Boxing? It's www.bstreetboxing.com. So B as in boy, street, spell the street out, boxing. You know Perfect. what, man? It's always a pleasure. We want to give you a Lifetime Achievement Award at the end of the year. So you got to come back, okay? Hurry. Right on, Pedro. All the best, Thank you, man. Primetime Eddie Croft, a great father, great community leader, great trainer. He's Listen. Everybody talks so nicely about this guy because he deserves it. Not too many people in the world of boxing deserve it, let alone the people at large in the world. Straight up, Eddie deserves all the props he can get and more. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on WBC TV. no-whip, high-foam, 170-degree, sugar-free gingerbread latte. Ah, yes. It's gingerbread latte season at Duchesne's Coffee Shop. He'll need a seasonal barista before his cookie starts to crumble. Anything else? Oh, there's a list. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. You and your phone have been through a lot this past year. It's been your lifeline to the world. And now some big wireless company is telling you you got to buy a new phone from them and sign their contract? They don't control you. With TrackPhone Wireless, you can keep the phone, number, and network you already have. Already got a 5G phone? Keep that too. Because TrackPhone runs on America's best networks now with 5G nationwide. Plus, we've got unlimited talk and text smartphone plans starting at just 20 bucks. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. 5G nationwide access requires a 5G-capable device. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Black Friday's on at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Everything's 50 to 70% off. Plus, shop all new doorbusters, including 60% off sweaters and cozy add-ons. Shop the sale through November 27th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Black Friday's on at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Everything's 50 to 70% off. Plus, shop all new doorbusters, including 60% off sweaters and cozy add-ons. Shop the sale through November 27th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. 
Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 Hi, I'm Rick Tittle and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific Midnight on the East Coast right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network Video games are way more important than your job, your school or your relationship, so let's talk about them Everything from the 2600 to the 360 I don't work for any video game company so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls I'll give away a game, release dates All that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I got to tell you, I am, I am the most excited I think I have ever been in my life, just meeting you. Does that mean anything at all? Nothing. He's <laughs> just trying to make me feel good. No, I'm not. I'm really not. No, I have been a fan of yours for a long, long, long time. I'm glad to meet you. It's really nice to meet you, too. Uh, I have no idea what to say. I... Uh, <laughs> Suppose we could start with, uh, how did you get started boxing? Now, if you find any of these questions stupid, just punch it in the mouth. I'll know I'm out of line if you deck it. Well, that is a stupid question. Thank you. Sorry. I've been asked that Well, I thought you would ask me how did I get started wrestling. Well, let's get to what we're going to do. is old news. We're in a new field now. We're going to Japan to take on this Antonio Inoki, the world's heavyweight karate wrestling champion. And this is a whole new thing. People have always wondered, well, how would a boxer do with a wrestler? I've always wanted to fight a wrestler. I see them grabbing each other and throwing each other down and twisting each other's arm. And I always say, boy, I could whoop him. All I got to do is hit him, hit him real fast and hard and move off of him. And now I'm going to get a chance to do it. And this will be something. I predict this will outsell all of my fights, and I'm the biggest draw in the world. Listen, I'm going to play the ropes. We're going 15 rounds, three-minute rounds. He's allowed to use his bare fists. He's allowed to use karate. No punching in the eyes and no hitting below the belt. If I can grab the ropes when I'm down, he's going to have to turn me loose. And you saw a sample on Rival of Sports uh, a few days ago where I beat these wrestlers to bloody messes. <laughs> and this is what I'm going to get. Plus, he's talking, he's, talking, he's, starting, he's starting to talk. He's talking about, he's, I better bring a sling and crutches with me. And I don't like fighters or wrestlers who talk too much. <laughs> uh, one thing uh, he has uh, done, now this, I find this kind of difficult even to imagine, he has been practicing by having people actually kick him in the face. Yeah, he got two or three teeth knocked out on his stand accidentally, and people jumping on his face because he don't do this for wrestling. He's trying to get ready for shock. But the shock these take is not like my punches. And, and, and I'm, I'm just a little nervous about it, i got to admit, because if this man should grab my arm or can get behind me and get one of those body snatching or those back breakers on me, I'm in trouble. But I'm counting on my speed and my reflexes, because if I hit him right, if I hit him right and he don't fall, then he can do what he want to do. 
Now, what will determine uh, who wins? Well, the one of the, each round, for the rounds of three minutes, two-minute rest, the one of each round, two judges and a referee, will get five points. The loser gets four under quarter medicals. And uh, if he can pin me down any time for the count of three, he wins the match. He's got to get me down and get me in a position. And if I'm down, I'm allowed to hit up. And if he's down and my knee's on his chest, I'm allowed to get down. It's going to be something. <laughs> Sounds like a real and funny. If he throws me out of the ring. Which they had got a habit. This gorilla Monzon caught me a few weeks ago. I was playing with a wrestler, and he turned me around and slammed me on the ground. He, he's allowed to throw me out the ring, and I have 20 seconds to get back in the ring. Things like this. It's going to be something. <laughs> I'm serious. It yes. will be something. Only I could do this. Only the boxers that could do it. It was my idea. I saw these guys on television. I got a fellow training me. They might, let, they might let me bring him on the show. I don't know. To meet him. Freddie Blassie. You heard of him. <laughs> Freddie Blassie's here. And he's my new trainer. And the reason I got him is because Antonio Noki, I understand he's taking his fingers. He's, he, he might, like, grab my head and take his fingers and try to hit me in the eyes or kick me in the lower parts of my body. He might try anything. Well, Freddie Blassie wrote the book on dirt. Blasted wrote the book on dirt. And I had to tell my people to find me the dirtiest wrestler. They say, I say, Gorgeous George is not him, Dick the Bruiser, Freddie Blassie. I say, Get Freddie Blassie, and Freddie Blassie will be in my corner. And plus, he talks a lot. He's arrogant. He's pretty. Got his white hair dyed. And he's something. Me and him together, Japan will not be ready. <laughs> Muhammad Ali getting ready for, of course, for Antonio Inoki, a guy that I met a couple of times. Of course, spent some time around Ali as well. This fight, this wrestling match, as far as whatever you want to call it, exhibition, it took time off of Muhammad Ali's legs because he got kicked in the legs over and over again. And somebody told me, oh, he told me that he his legs bled. He had internal bleeding. In other words, he was getting kicked so much and so often in those legs by Inoki that his, that his legs eventually did bleed later that night. So from inside, it's pretty crazy. But the bottom line is Muhammad Ali thought he would make a lot of money. He thought it would be a gorgeous George type of thing. It didn't work out that well. They made, some, they made a bunch of money, but the damage he took just wasn't worth it. Of course, now let's talk about boxing. Straight up, we've got December 4th and December 5th, of course, coming up. And December 5th is going to be... Javante Davis against Isaac Cruz, like Eddie Cross said, Isaac Cruz, maybe he's right there to get hit, and Javante Davis hits very, very hard, and until you can <clears throat> you can hit Davis and hurt him, I don't think you can beat him, so that fight's going to go down, of course, that's going to be on the zone, I believe. Uh, Jaime Munguia, impressive last week, was I discussed a couple texts on that one. Um, yeah, Gabriel Rosado's a tough guy, and I thought the the fight went according to the scorecards. The scorecards are very wide, but that didn't mean Rosado wasn't in almost every round. In other words, it's sort of it's sort of weird. In other words, you saw the 118, 110 scorecards, like 10 to 2 in, in rounds. You say to yourself, well, that was a one-sided fight. Yes, on the scorecards, but not in reality because Rosado was making them work for that. And Munguia had to work for it, no doubt about that. Of course, David Benavides, the heir apparent to Canelo Alvarez, or is he? Of course, the guy with two left feet can't dance too well. But then again, Canelo had, Canelo had foot, uh, footwork issues when he fought Floyd Mayweather back in the day, a long, long time ago. So when you're young and you're green, you can have issues like that, but you've got to correct them. And I think that in order for <clears throat> David Benavides to be a, a legitimate threat <clears throat> outside of his punching power and the fact that he, because he, he punches hard and he punches in combination. So he throws 
three or four, boom, 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 boom. And that's those are telling shots he throws. Not the hardest shots in the world, but they're telling shots. There's no doubt about it. Of course, the young man that he fought last week, uh, Kyrone Davis, came in at the last minute, a couple weeks, a uh, 10-day notice, took an ass-whooping very admirably. He didn't quit, no doubt about that. And whatever he got paid, it just wasn't enough. But David Benavidez being the heir apparent to Canelo Alvarez, the jury's still out on him, no doubt about that. Now, Kiko Martinez pulled off the ups of the week last course, knocking out Keith Galahad for that. I think it was the IBF 130-pound title. That took place across the pond. Of course, Canelo and Caleb Plant, that was like the fight of the year thus far. Or was it? I mean, think about this. Canelo is a fighter that we all look to as far as the pound-for-pound king is concerned. And people are going to take note. People are taking issues with the fact now he's going to fight the cruiserweight champion at 190 pounds, Magudu. Or whatever his name is, the WBC champion, 100, 190 pounds, making him take off 10 pounds. But, you know, when Ray Leonard fought Donnie Lalonde, they fought at 168 pounds for the 168 and 175-pound titles. They fought for both belts. When you have these catchweight fights involving big-name fighters coming down in weight or moving up in weight, most of the time there's catchweights involved. When there's catchweights involved, that usually means there's a lot of money involved, a lot of money, a lot of money. So, you know... Um, Canelo's going to make a fortune in Mexico. He's going to be able to fight in front of his Mexican people. Um, and I think he'll come away with the Cruiserweight title. Am I impressed with the Cruiserweight champion overall? Not really. He might be not be the greatest. He might not be the greatest Cruiserweight in the planet as far as the Cruiserweight is concerned. I mean, let's just be real. I mean, there's, there's other guys that want at 200 pounds that can fight as well. But we'll see what happens. Will Canelo hold on to a title at 190 pounds or 200 pounds? No, he's going back to 168. Terrence Crawford, of course, I'm getting some texts here last night. Um, they gave Crawford a B plus for Crawford's performance last night. Two people, a uh, little couple of texts here. As far as Demetrius Andrade is concerned, he can hook it up with Charlo. He can hook it up with the 160 pound Charlo and see what happens there. And then the winner can step up and show some cojones and take on Canelo Alvarez. Listen, the money is with Canelo. I still think Andre Ward. The 2004 Olympic gold medalist, former 168-pound champion, undisputed. We no doubt about that. And then he went to um, he won that Super Six tournament. Then he went to 175, <clears throat> had the controversial fight. The draw with Sergey Kovalev, and then of course he came back and he stopped Kovalev in the rematch. So, and then he retired and he said, "I'm done." But you know, he's in the gym. I'm getting the word that Andre Ward is in the gym. I live in San Francisco. He lives in Marin County. Used to live in Oakland. Uh, now he's training in Hayward, California. That's where Virgil Hunter's gym is. And I'm told he's in there training. And, you know, he's looking like he's training to me. So there's only one reason in the world that Andre Ward would be, be contemplating a rematch, I mean, a, a comeback, and that would be a multi-million dollar fight with Canelo Alvarez. Could it raise like 35 or 40 million bucks? Yes. Would Canelo take the fight? Yes. Would Canelo call different conditions in? Yes. There's no doubt about it. This fight would be at 168 pounds. And <clears throat> I think that they would make it so 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 Ward wouldn't have a tune-up fight in advance. That's the way he would do it. You know, you want to come back, fight me right away. No tune-up fights. No tune-up fights. You want to do it right now? Let's do it right now. I think if I was Canelo and I was calling the shots, I think that's the way I would go. As far as Andre Ward is concerned, you know, he's got he's undefeated. I mean, he's undefeated, and he never lost a fight in his entire life, folks. I kid you not. The one amateur loss that he faced that he took in King's Gym over in Oakland, California. Marsha King called me on the phone. The late. Jim owner, the late wife of, of Jim owner, uh, Mr. King over the Charles King. 
she told me, he said, Andre got robbed. Andre, Andre. She goes, you know, the young kid I've been telling you about, blah, 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 the nicest kid in the world, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, he got robbed. Now they got robbed. Anyway, so that was the only time he ever lost. And he got robbed. The only time he ever lost in his life. Of course, when he won the Olympic gold medal in 2004, Gary Radnich of Channel 4, KRON-TV, called me on the air, I think at KMBR, called me out, said, I was shilling because I said he was going to win the gold medal at 178 pounds, even though he was a 165-pounder. Of course, he gave up his spot at 165 pounds on the Olympic team in 2004 in order to give it to the other Andre, Andre Durrell, one of the Durrell brothers, okay? So anyway, he gives Durrell, I think Durrell got a bronze. Anyway, he gives Durrell uh, the option at 165. He goes to 178. He fights guys that are much, much, much bigger than him, okay? And he pounds them like salt. And he, win, and he wins the Olympic gold medal. So he comes home. I mean, he comes home the son of God. He really was. I mean, he wasn't, he's not a phony guy. When he, says, when he does the God thing, he's legit about that stuff. When he doesn't swear, he's legit about that stuff. When he doesn't do drugs or he doesn't drink, he's legit about that stuff. I mean, I've never heard anything derogatory about Andre Ward. And like all, I've known him almost, almost his entire life, his entire boxing life. And I've never heard a derogatory word said about him except for the fact that he kicked my ass. I'm talking, I'm talking about me, but other guys that he beat up on it. Because, you know, when he lights you up, you get lit up. I mean, he was a complete package at 168, 175 pounds. Maybe not so, but going back to 168 and fighting Canelo Alvarez for all the marbles and maybe making 35 or 40 million bucks, man, that's more money than he ever made in his entire life, career combined, put together. I mean, I would have to estimate his, his probably, I would say he's made less than, than $12 million as a professional. I, I would think that. I would think that Andre Ward made less than, not that I'm saying that's not a lot of money, but I would think <clears throat> that he made less than, <clears throat> than 12 to $15 million as a pro. So if you took a fight with Canelo Alvarez for 45 or $50 million, or whatever it was, or if they split the gate or whatever, well, however it was negotiated, that would be the biggest person of his life without a doubt. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide in WBC-TV. Of course, my, uh, my grades on Demetrius Andrade Friday night, he took the guy out inside the distance. Give him his credit. I mean, I knock him for his style and sometimes his mouth, but the bottom line is he's still undefeated, 31 and zip, the kid from Massachusetts. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Oh, and Tim Zhu won. Tim Zhu beat up uh, Inouye, one of the Inouyes, Takesha Inouye from uh, Japan. Obviously, that was November 17th, down under, but Tim Zhu, not the real deal. His father could fight, Tim can't. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide in WBC-TV. What's getting bad? Cause I could never make you unhappy. No, I couldn't do that, girl. Only wish I didn't love you so. Makes it so, so very hard to go. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the 
best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760. That's 800-306-1760. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. This is Lenny Williams' latest tune. Broken hearts and all that kind of good stuff. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, next week, the world lightweight champion. At least he considered himself the world lightweight champion. Ring Magazine considers himself the champion at 135. I'm talking about... Tiafimo Lopez, of course, 16 in zip now, I think 12 KOs, coming off that stunning upset win over uh, Vasil Lomachenko. It was about six, seven, eight months ago, maybe a year ago. It seems like, God, an eternity. But the bottom line is he was supposed to fight George Cambosis, a kid from Australia, not once, not twice, but like six times. And they canceled it six times. So it's going to go the seventh time, November the 27th on the zone. We might trying to tell you there's a chance to see the, quote, undisputed lightweight champion in action on the zone. Now, is he undisputed? I talked about this with somebody I consider a boxing expert of sorts, and he and I went back and forth about being undisputed. Yeah, you can win the undisputed title, but to be undisputed, you need to go back there and win all those belts again. And I think he's right. I really think he's right. I think you just can't win this 
the one fight against Vasilo Montego was getting long in the tooth, and you beat him on an off night. Now you're the lightweight champion. And bottom line is, Tiafimo's talked a lot of smack. I mean, there's Devin Haney out there. There's Ryan Garcia out there. And everybody knows there's Javante Davis out there, okay? Of course, he's going to fight on December the 5th, and that's going to be uh, against Isaac Pitbull Cruz. Good luck, Mr. Cruz, on that one, because you've got to hurt Javante in order to beat him. And I don't know if you've got the pop to hurt him. I mean, you'll go for it. There's no doubt about it, but I expect Davis to win. Devin Haney? I don't know. Devin Haney, what can I say, man? Your father controls your career. Another father involved in a career. I don't know if that's a good thing. I've talked about that in the past. In fact, I think there's a WBC rule that says the uh, lead second cannot, or a father, a blood relative like the father or the mother cannot be in a corner. If that's, I'm going to ask Mauricio about that. But if that's true, I think that's a great rule. Anyway, don't forget the WBC and their website, WBCboxing.com. <clears throat> My name is Pedro Fernandez. I thank you so much for tuning in to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. This is like our first or second show on Vive TV. I wish you the very best. Don't forget, every Saturday and Sunday we come to you live on iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Force and Network. I can keep going, but the bottom line is you can always catch the audio at sportsbyline.com. Until next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect. Vive TV rocks! Vive TV rocks!